This podcast is presented by Steak Sauce Media. Grab a joint, drop the veil, and cruise the multiverse with the Chronic Gals. Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and the very best pals Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree So grab a joint and just spark with me Hey! Welcome back to another episode of the Chronic Gals Podcast I'm Riley And I'm Ashleen And welcome to a crazy episode Another one? Obviously. Always I know, last episode was really wild. Really wild, so we're going to take it to the next level. The next level. Today. Well, actually, we're bringing it back. It's a parallel. And bringing it forward. Well, because we're bringing it back to Seth Lyon. Yeah. To our trauma, intergalactic trauma specialist. <laughs> that, um, which is what his, his he says it in the histories of the universe. Does he? Yeah. That's such a good name. I know. So we... A couple episodes ago, we interviewed Seth Lyon about trauma and neurodivergency, and that's basically, basically it. Um, but then Riley also geeked out on the book that he has, yes. that he wrote and put up on medium.com, yes. The History of the Multiverse. The, histories of, the History of the Multiverse, I think yes. is what it's called. And so Riley has been deep diving. I did a good, I got through probably two-thirds of it. Yeah. And uh, we're here we to have talk to talk about, about today. it because I didn't finish. So I read the prologue or the preface or whatever, like the day before we interviewed him. I was like, I'm in. This is crazy. And then it took another like three weeks for me to get back into yeah. the history of the multiverse because I forgot about it. And then well, things have been going on. Whatever. It's been, we've always busy. So busy. So finally got to it. I literally like I haven't read something like that. That just sucked that you just in. sucked me in for years. Yeah, Like, yeah. years. Yeah. And I, like, woke up, and Warren was still asleep, so I, like, grabbed my phone, was, like, laying in bed, like, reading it. Like, five hours later, I'm still reading it. Yeah. And just, like, my mind has been blown ever since and i can't stop thinking about it and forced ashleen to read it and now we it have was to always i was it. always going to read it i know but uh, yeah it was the, I, it the was catalyst as the you needed, yeah, yeah. Uh, manifestor initiation exactly moment exactly um but before we get into that let's talk about our weed that we're smoking yes today. please cool okay so we have um a new new to us farm that i also new to the herbary that i found this last week called mother demeter's flowers um I don't know where they are grown out of. Yeah, so the brand is Mother Demeter's Flowers. The grower is Almar Farms. I don't know. Whatever. Check out the pic on our Instagram. And um, it says, potent woman-grown cannabis. Enjoy this mystic herb grown with the female touch and accepted by our Cretan goddess Demeter. May you be blessed for abiding the sacred laws of life given to us. Carpe diem. So love love a weed with a blessing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Super fun. And then um, like Demeter is the goddess of grain and go- goddess of the harvest mm-hmm. um, from I think Greco Roman I think Greece probably Greece. And um, well, this is Cretan goddess too. So Crete, is, Crete in is in Greece. Greece. So oh, that's hilarious. But funnily enough, that kind of ties into yes. some of this uh, story that we're about to get into. Yes. As far as just like 
I mean, gods, gods in gods, the goddesses. area of the world yeah. and like where our gods and deities came from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Listen, okay, disclaimer, disclaimer. We're going to have so many disclaimers <laughs> on this episode. Well, okay, thank you, Mother yeah. Demeter's Farms. We have, sorry, let me just finish. No. We have um, cereal milk here and we have LA Kush Cake. I've been smoking on the cereal milk and it is so good, super flavorful, very like, uh, kind of gets me dumb, but in a way that I want to engage with the world and just play. Yeah, 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 exactly. I I've been doing a lot that's of perfect. That's, yeah, that's exactly it because I've been doing a lot of painting this week too. Love that. And, oh, I didn't show you my rainbow I rocks. I saw your rocks. <laughs> and cute. I noticed them on the wall. And uh, so, oh, and then we haven't tried the L.A. Kush cake yet. So we'll try that here on air. But um, I think this is more of a. Smells really good. Uh, I still am in the Indica Sativa thing. And I have not gotten it out of my vocabulary yet. And I don't fully know. Like, I, I just know. haven't gotten to the habit of describing things in a, a way. Sun or moon. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm trying I to know. remember. So this is a more of a moon strain <laughs> but even like a moon strain like what if you want to be engaged and stimulated at night right or like you just want you smoke your quote-unquote indica for the body relieving right. things and you smoke that all day long because you're in pain right you know so and that watermelon electric watermelon that i had from passion flower was a, a sun but it was like mad body high mm-hmm. so is that right so, so anyway, I mean, sun we're and still, still not that. see the binary Maybe world it's is the it, binary that is we it do. head versus body Maybe, but, but sometimes like you have you like a, f- a head high and a body like what even right. like is a head high like stimulated where right. you're like doop, 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 and then a yeah. body high is where you're like Bleh. yeah that would be my like immediate dis- uh, mm-hmm. separation okay. but anyway. I don't know anyway this is supposed to be more of a body what is in this tea um green tea and mint I feel like I'm so on I w- cocaine I <laughs> I made us some Moroccan mint tea. 15 milligrams of caffeine, which is more than I normally drink. Much less than you. I mean, but I drink a, cu- a cup of coffee a day, so I don't know. And then a little sugar, like a tablespoon or a teaspoon of sugar. Oh. That's why it's so sweet. Gotcha. That's how they make it in Morocco. Cool. I just feel like I am on, I feel like I've had like eight cups of coffee and I've had like two sips of the coffee that I didn't like at home and then <laughs> ditched it and came here. Yeah. Maybe it's the electric watermelon that, that I smoked before. Or we're just so excited to talk I about. I think it's also that. This. So, okay, let me poke let me poke a bowl. Pack a bowl. And why don't you tell us Before we get in I yeah. ha- I just have to shout out really fast um my experience at Stickies. I'll just shout out the joints that I got. Uh, let me just tell you the my whole front to end experience. So, I go to Stickies. Bronte's at front. She checks my ID. We were like, "Hey, what's up?" Go up to the counter. I don't know what his name is, and I am so sorry that I should have, I really should have asked, but he has, like, a long beard, wears a brown hat, gives me, like, like, um, seven dwarf energy, but in, like, the, like, respectfully in the best way, just, like, warm and happy and, like. Is it the guy who spins fire? No. Different guy. He just, just works security, right? No, he works the counter, too. Oh, okay, never mind. But I did see John, the guy that does I fire. I literally have never been. To he well. says hi. He said hi. To me. Hi, stickies. Anyway, John. so I go up to him. I'm like, okay, so I'm recording a podcast tomorrow. Um, we're talking about the multiverse and trauma. <laughs> so I need some pre-rolls that will keep the conversation going. <laughs> nice. 
And then he, I, you know, how'd he come through? Homie's a real champ. Homie's a real champ. He was like, okay, so you want something creative <laughs> and stimulating. Keep the conversation going. Yes. Something that won't, like, bring it down yes, and keep it going. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. yes. So he, so while he's, like, digging in the pre-roll dra- drawers, John comes, or he's like, what's your podcast? And so I'm like, Chronic Gals podcast. And then John from the back comes out. He's like, it's you from the internet. Ah! And that immediately t- puts me my turtle shell yeah. on. And I'm yeah. like, I am not famous. And now that we don't have masks, I'm like, social anxiety. Yeah. The anonymity is gone. And so Bronte, bless her heart, comes up and she's like, it's this podcast. And like, oh has it on her phone. <laughs> and then like, everybody around, like, I mean, there were a bunch of people in the store and there were a bunch of bed tenders. They're all like, she's royalty. She's royalty. Like, you have to hurry up. Royalty. Royalty. That's funny. I'm like, I have nowhere to be. Please take your time. (laughs) This is not a stressful situation. Like, and he picked out some really good joints. That's great. He picked me out um, Tropicana Haze from Viking Cannabis, which I have not had Viking Cannabis, I don't think. Yeah, me neither. Um, And it's a pineapple Cali mist crossed by Northern Lights. That sounds amazing. Right? Um, also on point with our Mother Demeter. Also on point with Mother Demeter, Viking, Nordic, yeah. Asgardians. We'll get into it. Yeah. We'll into oh, it. boy, people. <laughs> and then this lemon cookies from Falcana. Uh, shout out Falcana again. Shout out Falcana. We're Girl, we got to get you on the you. show. We're coming for you. We just have to send you an email. Um, <laughs> but this is lemon cookies. And this is two jo- two joints. It's it was one point two grams. Love that. So it's more than half gram. I know. And so I smoked one yesterday, and it was really nice. Nice. So I just had to like shout out the whole Sticky Screw for literally being like the great like hometown store where it's like you you're my peeps, you know. Yeah. So yeah. just shout out Stickies in Salmon Creek or Hazeldale or whatever, North Vancouver. If you're ever down. In Southwest Washington, please go buy stickies. They're right off the freeway, hey. right off I five. Easy yeah. to get to. It's so easy to get to. My, I like the grocery stores across the street, and then I go to stickies and I go grocery shopping, and it's great. You know, Perfect. so shout out stickies. I just had to plug them for plug them. They're great. Plug, hit plug, the, plug the plug. Plug oh yeah, plug. hit hit that. Yeah, I. So I was able to get to, okay, you read the whole thing and then you st- went back and started rereading it again to, just to kind of prepare for the conversation. I just want to like set the stage for where we're at. I, so there are seven chapters. Of the history of the multiverse. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Continuing to set the stage of the history of the multiverse. Um, there are seven chapters and a preface. I got through the preface and through chapter <laughs> four, which basically explains the first 400 billion year earth years of the universe which is not like it's from the current science doesn't okay go ahead it's from the big bang up until where actually got up until when atlantis pre-atlantis fall right as atlantis was be was becoming right right yeah so Yeah, yeah Which is which is post ice age, po- yeah, post ice age, pre Mesopotamia, like what we consider human beings, pre like current civilization. Yeah, Does it, right now, right now, I think accepted history says that human civilization as we know it began in Mesopotamia. So, which is not true. 
if you okay okay disclaimer 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 time just because we like to be liked so we got to make sure everybody who like wants who is like meant to be in this conversation is here and we still want the people who aren't meant to be in this conversation to like us and come back for another episode so so i've been thinking about this disclaimer this is okay go ahead then so first of all the history of the multiverse is a compilation of a bunch of texts, channeled works, bunch of things that are theoretical, myths, mythologies, oral, like, documentation. So these are things that are metaphysical to start with. Right. There, like, there are things in this text, in the histories of the multiverse, that come from actual tablets that have been... Translated. translated to you know document things that had happened and it's also in like our when it gets to like our norm like our closer past it gets into the conspiratorial world where it gets real wackadoo <laughs> yeah like real wackadoo so we okay as Christians look towards the Bible for understanding of their own evolution and process through this crazy thing we called life, mm-hmm. that is how I was reading this multi histories of the multiverse. Right. I was accepting this as fact in that somebody channeled this, wrote it out. It comes from art. It is art. It, if it's art, it's a thing it that came happened from somewhere. Right. And if we subscribe to the belief that everything is possible, yes, then let's play in with the idea that this is all possible and this yes. is all true. Yes. Yes. Oh, but I would I would say all of the stuff that you read is probably more true mm-hmm. than maybe the stuff that happened in like our most recent past. Like some of the not like oh but i don't know because like some of the nazi stuff i'm like i totally can get behind yeah not behind the nazis at all but like i'll get into it later can i before we even get into that (laughs) can i just do have a short aside about i was thinking recently about how about like my relationship to accepted history and accepted Mm -hmm. like scientific knowledge things like that and because i like Okay, hold on. Let me figure out how to frame this. And we might have to take a little bit of a pause out. But um, I've been thinking about our healthcare system and how I have doubts about Western healthcare mm-hmm. based on my experience, first trying to learn about my body so that I can lose weight in, in, as a middle schooler. Mm-hmm. And like, how do I force my body to be what the acceptable norm is? And then by learning so learning that nutrition has nothing to do with like the mainstream accepted way for your body to be at its best Mm -hmm. right it's all about like taking things away and putting a on the problem and not solving the problem right so there's that there's this whole conversation about cannabis and plant medicines and saying you know the war on drugs said that drugs are bad and so now common mainstream medicine accepts that plant medicines are bad but from my lived experience plant medicines have opened my entire mind up to understanding what the universe actually is in a way that feels true in my body 
So, like, in my experience, the things that are accepted as mainstream, including things that are written in the history books, that were taught to us in school, that are spoken about on the news, I have huge doubts about the narrative that is fed to me. And especially after 2020 and seeing weird discrepancies in the narrative that was being pushed, I am very skeptical based on my own lived experience, I am very skeptical about whatever is like the accepted story. So (laughs) when I come to a thing like Seth's book, Mm -hmm. The History of the Multiverse, or even any of the esoteric stuff that Mm -hmm. I've been delving into the last, my entire life, like I feel, however I feel truth in my body, those things resonate with truth for me. Yes. So... That is why I am so excited about it yeah. and why it feels like this is it. Like yeah. this is this, this is the history I've been waiting for. Yes. This is something that yes. and like when I read the whatever, you know, American history in the textbook, you know, you just kind of accept it and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, this is what happened. And then you find out all this other shit happened that yeah. nobody talked about that yeah. was actually like you read the primary documents that right. everyone's talking about, and right. then you're like, "Oh, like, this oh, is actually shit. what this means." So then you you get to wanting to understand. At some point, I wanted to start understanding galactic history, and I have not found the 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 what what was the word you used before? Not collection, compilation, compilation. maybe of. All of the different sources. And Mm -hmm. this was it. This was it, dude. Like, I was reading this. I was like, oh, yeah. I remember this. Yeah. This is true. Right, right, right. It feels true in my body. Yeah. And this is like, like, coming from a Catholic background and sitting and listening to the Bible Mm -hmm. every Sunday. And, like, like there were some weeks where I was, like, actually listening. Like, trying to find (laughs) something to grab a hold of. The only good thing to grab a hold of was the music. Yes. Which is not, which is, which, yeah. That's the only good thing about it. Right. Anyway. (laughs) But, like, listening to these things and listening to the priest talk about, like, his feelings with the Holy Spirit and his, like, his lived out experiences, I never, it never felt true. And it didn't feel false. But it didn't feel true. Totally. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That is a really good point. You know? It didn't feel false, but it also wasn't true. And it didn't feel... It felt empty. Yeah. And But I, when I was reading this, it felt true. Like, that thing that I have never felt before, right. that I was looking to feel right. when we were sitting in church, like, it was that feeling right. I was feeling when I was reading this. Right. So I'm like, oh... I, this, I, this is my body ringing true. Exactly. Same. And like, he even says it in his own text. He's like, this is, this is stuff for you to decide what is true. And this is like in his own gut feels is true. And if it's not true in your gut, then you lived in a different realm of the multiverse. Right. And you're still correct. Right. And that's the beauty of like the fucking multiverse. Because it's like layers on layers yeah. and layers, right. and every option is true, right? Because it's splits off into be someone else's reality, right? And like you, your soul can be different in different realities and be fragmented of the same soul, which we'll get into. And so, disclaimer, <laughs> almost over. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just know this is a text that was written from other texts that were written from other texts. Who the fuck knows if it's true? We might be crazy. If it's not true to you, it's not true to you, and that's fine. Yeah. And we're, like, if anything, we're just reading this and talking about how it makes us feel. Totally. Book report. Yeah, exactly. Book report. <laughs> and it totally ties in, like, trauma. And, right, like, why... Right. Like wounds, like, like actual wounds. wounds from the original wound wound, right? Which makes which when you understand the wound wound, right? And you see it play out in your own life, you say, oh, this, this is what this is, and now I am here to recognize this wound and to move the wound mm-hmm. because, like, we'll get to the uh, to the end of it, but basically th- how trauma gets stored in your body, and I think this is what what seth was talking about with us um was is that like your animalistic like like a you know how when like a dog relaxes he shakes Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and that's him releasing the loop that's like the flight fight or flight response yeah so that's the release and then he's not traumatized because it's not being stuck right he's able to shake it out right trauma traumatized humans never get to shake it out they never finish the loop of fight or flight so it just gets stuck there into like a solid trauma right and so when we see it playing all these traumas playing out in our own world in our own lives in our own experiences we can then release the loop we can get through the loop right we can move the loop right and so we don't have to keep fucking right playing the same bullshit out right so let's get into it okay (coughs) holy crap should we light a joint? I ro- I loaded the bowl again. <laughs> it, okay, hold on. What do you think about I this I really milk? like this. <laughs> Isn't it so it's good? It's great. Yeah. It's really, really good. It's like a nice... It feels like there's like a lavender mask on my mm-hmm. face. Totally. You know? Totally. I'm just like... So nice. So nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, do we want to light a joint? We have a lot of joints we here, too. We have a lot of joints. Um, let's do this Viking one. Okay. That's really yummy. Are we? I don't know. We're just getting into it. Behind the scenes. <laughs> okay. So it all started with unity. And unity is the God source. It's and like. It all, meaning like pre Big Bang. It all, it yeah. All. It like all. It all. It all. Uh, well, it all <laughs> in our corner of. In like our multi, in our, our universe, u- yeah, multiverse. Like if, like if the, I, th- I think because that's, that's okay. So this is where I kind of was confused. Yeah, okay. I don't think unity created everything. You think it just created an hour slice of the multiverse? Yeah, and you think it happened? Because I think it happened boy. differently elsewhere. Yeah. And we just uh, can't we even just conceive of what that is. Ours. Right. It's not our right. history. Right. Our corner. Right. Okay. But I, I do think we need to explain what we're talking about. Yeah. No. 100%. Okay. <laughs> okay. So unity is like the God source. It's the oneness. It's the thing before time existed. And where you go when you die. Yeah. It's like where you go back to. Yeah. And where you go when you ascend. Like you're always trying to go back to unity. So unity is at the top. And unity finds itself a consciousness, finds itself conscious, 
and starts playing with them itself, creating simulations, experiencing things in the simulation, collapsing the simulation. And it always comes back into itself. One day, <laughs> Unity was like, I want to be able to experience myself outside of myself. Like, I want more than... A deeper experience, a more yeah. varied experience than me playing with myself all the time. Exactly. What is it like when fragments of me play with each other? Right. So, Unity implodes with so much power... It breaks off into two aspects of itself. Magnetic and like the thinking principle. No, magnetic and the... Magnetic is the receiving principle. Yeah. yeah. And electric is the... Oh, what did you just say? The, the thought thinking, principle. Yeah, manifesting principle is magnetic and the th electric is the thinking principle. Right. So, so now like, we have an electromagnetic field. Yes. And okay, never mind. Go ahead, continue. So this all happened with like such crazy energy. Like nothing really knew what the fuck was going on. So the magnetic energy started eating the light. I'm pretty sure it started eating the light, creating this like vacuum of magnetic energy that's sucking in the light. Hold on. I think we skipped some concepts. So the light is the electric energy. Right. Whereas the magnetic energy, the receptive energy, the manifesting energy right. is like more the void. No, the void is separate. Okay. The void is different. Then it's... The magnetic energy is the mother energy yeah, that is right. creating... But it's like, yeah, it's magnetic. It draws things to right. her. It draws energy to her. Right. Whereas the electric goes out and is right. like ready to go into action, thinking like uh, the quote unquote masculine principles of like. Well, it's just like, it's just light. At this point, it's just right. light. It's just like, so like unity imploded, created molecules, density, gas, dust, chemicals, gravity. Mm -hmm. And within the gravity, the magnetic energy of the mother energy started spinning. And the light energy of the father, of the electric, was just like there. So while the mother was spinning and pulling in the father, mm -hmm. and the father was like, oh, this is fun. You know, like, I don't know what's happening, but this is really fun. It got really scared of this powerful energy. Right. And then exploded again. Like yeah, tried to get away. It, yeah, ex yeah. And then that created this fear of creation. So this like right. whirlwind of energy that's just chaos. Created this fear of energy. The father energy was like, this is really fun, but way more powerful than I am. Mm -hmm. So that's freaky. So I'm going to splatter out over here the mother is like oh my gosh this is really exciting but the, what's going on with this other energy he doesn't like it what's going on splatters over here parts of the mother go way out to the void mm -hmm. way out to like extra space mm -hmm. the father's just kind of like splattered over here the mother is like conscious after all of this energy is being 
flung around. Mm -hmm. The sphere of creation is the mother and she's conscious. She's like, what the fuck just happened? I was having fun. He was having fun. And then he went over there. He left me because he was scared. And so now I'm scared and I have my, I am fragmented and rejected. rejected. Yeah. Yeah. And abandoned. So like all of these fragments of the mother energy got shot out to the ends of space with the feeling of sadness, abandonment, and rejection. Mm -hmm. Father energy is just kind of like, I don't really know what happened, but I am light. I am electric. I am just here, and we're gonna we're here to explore. Mm -hmm. He found himself conscious. You know how men are. They're (laughs) like, I'm just here, and like all of this is like, I see this in the dynamic of men and women everywhere. You know, right? So. Which is more confirmation in, tr- in truth, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So the father was like, you know, I actually really enjoyed whatever this, like, magnetism is going on over here. I actually kind of enjoyed that because that felt good. The mother was like, I like having a buddy, you know? So they are starting this, like, courtship of playing with each other and, like, creating and falling apart and creating and falling apart. Mm-hmm. And all the while... At one point, the mother was like, hey, yo, father. And this is the magnetic and electric energies. I'm just using mother and father because it's easier in a story to grab hold of. Totally, totally. So the mother was like, yo, father, you are, like, so bright. I can't can't handle your brightness. Mm -hmm. And instead of the father being like, okay, well, then let me just, like, shine down a little bit. He was like. I'm just going to fragment off all the light, all my brightness off into this fragment and throw it to the ends of the space. (laughs) (laughs) And that he threw so much light energy out to the end of the space. It created consciousness and it created Lucifer. Right. And so. Okay. Okay. So we got mother, father hanging out in this like space. And then we have the void which is at the end of space time where everyone has thrown all of their bits out to. And that's where like you just, it's just free reign for anyone in the density in any density, you know, like you're out there. Yeah. Out there is also Azuras, which are like demons and like bad energy. All of those fragments of, of fear and rejection, yeah. of fear of what is this big energy, yeah. you know, f- I guess which is fear of intimacy yeah. was what that is. Yeah, exactly. So uh, all of those fragments of the mother and the father that they were scared of at the initial bang went out to the ends of the vo- ends of the space into the void turned into Azuras and like bad entities and things. So now we find Lucifer out there floating at the end of space being like what the fuck dude like we were all having fun and you just dropped me off Mm -hmm. and you rejected me me the brightest of all your life exactly (laughs) and because of this freaking hoe bag over here you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah exactly so like that was the that was the start of the like men versus women women are bad type of mentality you know, and Lucifer is just like hanging out over on the edge of the earth, becoming a conscious archangel mm-hmm. for a while. So you can pin him over there. <laughs> pin Lucifer. Pin Lucifer <laughs> over at the edge of the earth. Okay. 
also yeah so um another important part while we're on the edge of the edge of space um those fragmented aspects of the things that everybody didn't want turned into azuras one in particular named are i'm gonna fuck up all of these names yeah the names are crazy and it, i think it's it's like source frequency you know it's like yeah it's not hard to translate into e- english yeah. you know um the human tongue is right. too dense for these names right so Ariman, Ar- Ariman. um oh yes okay yes okay <laughs> let me just go back to my notes refresh let me okay going back to the original like suction before the big bang bang so when the magnetic force was sucking down the electric force the electric force was like, I want to know what's happening, so I'm going to fragment myself off into this fragment to look down upon what is happening. Right. This was a piece, of, this is like straight up logic, no feelings, just straight like, um, like Spot. analytical. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this guy, this fragment, his name is Aaron Ariman. And then this fragment goes out, is the original fragment that goes out into the void on the masculine side. Not Lucifer. Lucifer comes later, but yes. Yeah, correct. Okay. Right. So Ariman comes first. He's a fragment during this crazy cyclone suction thing. Is like, what's going on? And then doesn't get to come back into source or into this unity union but gets casted out into the void for whatever reason i don't remember yeah. but he just gets casted out yeah. so is out, out in the void yeah becoming an azura becoming evil and just then stewing in his just in his right. like fear and exactly. anger fragmentness exactly being mad which that is like if it, everything is is supposed to exist like you kind of you need it right you need the negative need energy right to as the duality for the positive energy. Exactly. And I don't remember. Where was the point? Harmon. Oh, um, that was when that was like the original that was one of the masculine's original wounds of like like being scared of the situation because of something so powerful and trying to fragment itself off to understand the situation if that does that make sense like, like dissociating yeah in order to have comprehend awareness yeah of it. yeah something like that okay put azra or azram or whatever the fuck his name armin over there he's basically all of evil he's evil right he's just evil he's over in the void so at the masculine feminine masculine's too bright he puts lucifer out so he's out hanging out with Armin now. Okay. So he gets Armin influence. was first. Armin was first. Then Lucifer this, was this second. This other dance happened later. Yeah. And I'm sorry. It was. This is um the bright thing. This, this is, is the bright thing. The, yes. The feminine being not being able to handle all of the light's brightness. Correct. So light was just like okay, let me just break off a piece of this Kit Kat bar and put it over here with Armin, yes. and that's Kit Kat bar is Lucifer. Yes. Correct. <laughs> okay. Correct. <laughs> Put it into candy. I'll get it that way. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay. I feel like there was another piece, but we're going to keep rolling. I'll probably remember it later. Anyway. Okay. So this is this with... Oh, so the only way 
for unity to come back to itself is for mas the masculine and the feminine to come together in an external union. That's what, that's like the main, that's okay. So unity imploded. The only way it found to be able to get back to itself was from an external union of the magnetic and the electric. I have all of these thoughts, but I'm like, I just don't want to interject because I don't want to confuse things. And I'm going to lose all of my thoughts and we have to do like a commentary episode just for this part. But OK. But no, what are you thinking? Well. Because this is just a preface. I so we know. Can, so we can get in, you know, we can. Okay. Pause. Well, this is a good time to, to converse. OK, so my thought right there was that the magnetic and the electric energy having to come back together in an external union in order to come back to unity is a Taurus field. Correct. Because a Taurus field begins at unity at the singularity. Okay. If we don't know what a Taurus field is, think of a donut (coughs) shape where the, at the donut hole at the very center of the hole is the singularity, which is unity. Mm -hmm. And which, you know, splits, and we're just going to, it splits, you know, the masculine goes one way, the feminine goes the other, and they have to come back together at external, and then back, they can drop back into the singularity. Correct. Great. That was, that was us. Yeah. See? Yeah. (laughs) It all, I mean, like, yeah, it all, like, especially for us who have, like, been listening to, like, the weirdest shit ever for, like, the last three fucking years. Right. Like, hard, you know? Yeah. Like, all of this really does start to make sense. ties back together. And the pieces. And it's all supposed to. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's all supposed to come together. Okay. So, there's... So, now we have, like, our two main players, right? We have the energetic manifesting principle side of everything. And then we have this, like electric light thinking principle masculine side all still just energy all still just energy floating around in this now space that unity has created see that's why i'm like i don't know if it i don't know if it's i don't know if what unity created was all of space because there was the because there is space because there's a void outside of the space you know what i'm saying yeah (laughs) i do so I don't know if right. I'm not sure, and I don't think anyone will be able to tell me, <laughs> except for maybe Seth. Yeah, but I don't think that Unity created all of space. But I, I don't. I also but it would have had to. I mean, what else would have? Uh, if Unity uh, is the I source of everything, then it created all space. It just in a different, possibly in a different method, or it just turned. No, because well, I mean, because. Uh, because unity is a God frequency. So unity is just a frequency. So if you can be set, like there are different frequencies. So if a diff, like terror is a frequency, terror as a frequency could implode on itself and create a space. Yeah, but now you're talking, it's creating a new dimensions. Still, even if terror creates its own universe, which is kind of what's happening, you still have to back out of like the chain of events you keep backing up on the chain and eventually you get to unity no how where did unity come from where did who who created unity that's always been the ultimate question yeah i see that's why i don't think unity created i think unity created our space 
but I don't think Unity created every like. I, and I don't even think like we can comprehend. Yeah, right, you know, right, like, right, right, the right, 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 everything. Right. So I don't know. Right. I mean, I, like, I would love you know. Yeah, like, this yeah. Is just a lively debate. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't. I think that at the end of the day, Unity. St- it's, it's I think because we came from unity, we go back to unity. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I think there's something outside of unity, which it could be probably a, a computer program. But then what's outside the computer program? Exactly. I don't think we're ever going to I think it's oh, I think we're always going to be what's outside of the thing. What's outside of the thing? Yeah. That which in my mind tells me that there is something outside of the space. Yeah. Like the void. You yeah. know, like who's holding the void? What's holding the void? Right. But I, I mean, it, it could literally know, be anything. Yeah. I'm just in my what in my experience of like what I'm accepting to be true. At it, if you're talking like Taurus Field, eventually, no matter what, you are always coming back to unity. I bl- no. I you know yes, like even I, even in the fractal of it all, and even in like the defractal of it all like as you're if you're putting on layer, layers on the onion or peeling the layers off the onion at the end of the day you're getting to the middle of the onion and i i think it just keeps it just keeps going because what is that fucking thing from mean girls like the limit does not exist right. like it exactly. just keeps going until because even okay because even if you we i think we talked about this on the podcast about black holes like, even if you go through a black hole, at the center of the black hole is the singularity, which shoots you in out of a star into a new space. space. But it's the same singularity that you have to go through. Okay, I see where you're coming from. I also see where you're coming from. But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't okay. know. I, don't I know. think we're, we're both right. And we can move on. I think we're both right. <laughs> I think we I are think, too. I think we said that at the beginning where everything's a possibility. <laughs> everything's right. Okay. Okay. So let me get to the fucking part of my notes. Okay, I was so like, I'm going to write some notes and it's going to be easy. 18 <laughs> yeah, years like later. 12 pages, pages of notes. So we have divine masculine, a.k.a. electric, a.k.a. light energy. We have... Divine feminine, aka magnetic, aka dark energy. Vo- dark energy. See, okay, this is another thing uh, that I was thinking. I th- I feel like the term of the void has has too many definitions, yeah. and I don't think when I was reading the void as I was reading this book, I agree. Like I, it was tripping me up because. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he was describing the void to be this kind of like <sighs> empty place of nothing where w- how I've been playing with the void over the last couple of years is this, this like exciting playground of possibility. And I think he was also talking and then there's also like the space void or like the void of space where there is just it's like a like the void of space space i don't yeah that kind of confuses yeah. me too so i feel th- i was i was tripping up over the stuff about void totally and i think i think all of those are correct but i think we should probably redefine rename the void where like the akashic yeah field 
and because that after reading this the that void in which you are playing is fifth sixth density I think uh, you're playing up there, mm-hmm. whereas the void is the no nothing out in. Yeah, it's the, like the opposite. Yeah, of where the Azuras are, you right. know, like where this like other right. is. Yeah. And I think you are playing in the fifth, sixth density. Interesting. And the Akashic, which is in the fifth density. I think you yeah. are going outside of the 3D matrix that has been imposed upon this planet. Right. And are participating in that. Okay. So that just needs a new name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I can accept yeah. that. Plus you're like fifth, sixth density. Oh, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like ninth density. <laughs> <laughs> totally. We'll okay. Talk about it in another episode. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Correct. So yeah, the, like the main wound of the mother is like this abandonment wound mm-hmm. of like why at the original why did he leave me mm-hmm. and that's that's the that's scattered out upon space and the void yeah so that's that ex- that trauma yes broke fragments off of divine feminine yes and scattered these 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 fear frequencies yes. throughout time space space yes time. correct what is the difference between time space and space we don't have to go into that i don't know um <laughs> that, that is gonna so distract let's continue and on that point i'll say that the biggest piece of that fragment of abandonment wound mother was put into the earth so like in that wild creation spiral planet, planet earth got some planet earth got the biggest brightest piece of the wound okay and that what that's what makes planet earth so special because we are all so connected Mm -hmm. to this wound Mm -hmm. that has been fragment is like the fragment of the soul of the planet okay gotcha right okay so and then we have the energetic masculine side who abandoned his himself out uh, his like logical self out as Abraham on the void Ariman. Ariman. He's going to be a hundred different names by the end of this. <laughs> and then there's Lucifer also at the void who's just kind of like, what the fuck? That's so interesting because I'm thinking now, like, again, this is experience of the unawakened masculine. Mm-hmm. They act without thinking. Mm-hmm. And again, this is just like, please, I, I'm sweeping with a wide brush. I'm not talking about you. You know, like, <laughs> I love you. Yeah. But, you know, like, yeah. men often act without thinking and then even like the 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 most logical men are psychopaths like (laughs) yeah like they're literally like sociopaths Sociopaths. yeah psychopaths you know like yeah that's so interesting okay yeah right i know so i love you all okay (laughs) so let me just make okay so do we need to go into density or have we beat density to it with a stick dead horse to a stick or whatever that saying is like how okay just well maybe we'll just go through yeah, it can we again. do just a brief i have it written out anyway <laughs> <laughs> and i guess the this kind of density is different than the densities that we have been talking yeah about. yeah okay and i wrote it this way <laughs> <laughs> stoner props 
like, I can fit it all on one page. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so the first first density, and density w- is different than dimension. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Density, dimension. We've, we've dimension. Been, yeah. We've been talking about dimension. Like, we've been, the conversations that I've had as understanding dimension is, like, the volume of space and right. timelines right. and like how that that is different than density right which is what we're ta- maybe talking about here yeah which is density is basically how the f- the speed of oscillation at which the frequency is oscillating yeah. the wavelength is oscillating thank you i didn't write that down so thank you I, th- yeah. I think that's what he said yeah <laughs> you can also read this yeah it's on yourself. medium it's free we'll post it in the show notes so the first density is the density of earth and water consciousness. So like just density, you know, like just mm-hmm. earth and water and everything has everything can have a consciousness. Not just because something doesn't have a consciousness doesn't mean it can't, you know, like yeah. all of those things. Anything's possible. Just let Stay that be with known. Us. Yeah. OK, so first density. This is um, from the primal. OK. The first density emerges from the primal chaos of wind and fire. I thought that was really cool. I thought that was so before, even before earth and water, there's wind and fire, which is yeah, chaos. Which is chaos. You think about like a fucking forest fire or like, like a wind and gas planet. Even, yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. So from that chaos emerges st- stability of earth and water. Yeah. Which is so <laughs> interesting. Beautiful. Because oh, the four elements. Right. The four elements. And then it's so interesting because water holds memory and uh-huh. earth holds memory. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> First density. First density. Second dan- density is plant and animal consciousness. Um, so it doesn't have the like the want to go to progress any further than in, what they have in self awareness. In self awareness, but it doesn't mean that it can't develop a third density consciousness. Mm-hmm. So if you have your favorite tree and you sit by your favorite tree every day and you talk to it and you nurture it and you you know say hi to it every day, that tree will probably gain a third density consciousness. Mm-hmm. Same with like your cat or your dog or like right. the, you, because of the relationship that you have with your pet, it also gains this consciousness that is, you know, more than what it had before. Right. If it had just been like a dog, like a wild dog on the in the forest right. or whatever. So that's <laughs> so yeah. So second density is plant and animal consciousness can develop third density consciousness. Like mushrooms probably have third density consciousness. Anyway. <coughs> So third density is self-awareness or self-consciousness and self-awareness. So that we are living in a third density consciousness. And we have been for since humans were conscious. Yeah. For I mean, there's like a date. There's like time. Well, yeah. But they're approximate. Yeah. A bajillion years ago. Well, less than that. But um, but yeah. So <laughs> you have your so in third density consciousness, you have your mind, body, spirit and like a bunch of choices. So you have all of the choices. You have free will, all of the choices, pol- like a positive polarity choice and a negative polarity choice. The positive polarity is like service to others. Negative polarity is service to self. And it's interesting how it's not meant to be like positive and negative, good, bad, but it just kind of ends up being that way. Like yeah. as the story unfolds. Well, but it's also not like 
you can take the judgment out of it mm-hmm. and then it's just something that is yeah. and when you uh, you know when you take the emotion out of it and just see things as they are it's you get to see the story a little bit differently mm-hmm. yeah and like service to self is not necessarily bad because no. service to self in terms of you like in like if you like self-care is not a service to self but right. that's not bad because filling if your own cup exactly. you have to fill your own cup before exactly. you can actually be in service to others right and then like where service to self gets bad is when it's service to self in spite of others like yeah when like you're just when hoarding you're, power yeah or abusing others which is basically what ends up happening right spoiler <laughs> alert you haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> so fourth density is unconditional love. Um, like we are all creators. Um, and you have a social memory complex. So you come together and you can have like this hive mind of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Like the tribal yeah. community. Yeah. yeah. Altruism. Right. Fifth density is... Um, attaining wisdom through working with social memory and the fabric of creation individually. So like taking that like, um, collective consciousness and then turning it back onto yourself and like ascending that way. That makes sense. It's like using the wisdom that we all have to create the world that you want for yourself. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I think I could go back. That that I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think it's in here. Is it Taurus Field? Taurus Field. Look it up. T O U R S Field. Okay, so fifth density. It's so instead of like just using your hive mind on, and working with everybody to make everybody the best, you're turning it in onto yourself mm-hmm. because this is an individual experience. Right. Like the it's unity is trying to experience you this experience through yourself. It's that whole idea of like you have a si- you go through a situation mm-hmm. and then after the situation you l- reflect on it, see your triggers see your where the part that you played in the situation and then using that include using that and the wisdom of the collective consciousness to be to better yourself yeah exactly exactly yeah right okay fifth density and that's where a lot of us are like headed toward you know all of this the spiritual teachers last couple years have all been like let's hit we're hitting fifth density or we're hitting 5d Mm -hmm. 5d downloads are coming in so a lot of us I mean, I'm not going to, like, put anybody on where they are on their path. But, like, this is available to people. Right. And we access it through our DNA. And it's, like, we'll get through this. There's, like, so much, you guys. But the so the way that our DNA is now, we're 12-strand DNA, right? Yeah. Two of our strands are actually, like, functional. Right. And, like, the genetics now, geneticists now think that we have, like, just ten junk DNA. Ten strands of junk DNA. Yeah. When actually it's your superpower right. DNA. And, like, when, like, using your consciousness, and this is, like, the tech that all of these civilizations have been developing for 
eons. But if you can use your consciousness to activate your junk DNA, you will have access to fifth density because that was the point of us anyway. We are have always been a, been meant to access fifth density in our 3D forms. Mm-hmm. So the point is to be in this 3D world, but have access to 5D. And I only point up because higher is this way. Right. <laughs> you know, does that make sense? Makes sense to me. I hope that makes sense for everybody. <laughs> okay. So and then sixth density. This is where it gets shaky. Yeah. And we don't, I mean, we have sixth and seventh density. We go, don't go higher than that in this conversation. So sixth density is unity consciousness. So there is no more polarity. Positive and negative come together. And like this is the realm of the archangels, the guides, the ascended masters. So they are able to work with all of these lower densities. They just see it in a bigger picture. Like they have lived lifetimes to understand the situations enough to be able to like have a higher mind. Another thing that I thought was interesting, so we're talking uh, sixth density is the realm of the archangels and your guides and the ascended masters and things. One thing that he was talking about was how they are descend, like as we are ascending Mm -hmm. in order to reach these higher dimensions, the beings on the higher dimensions are descending to reach us here on the third density. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just thought that that was kind of cool. I know. You know, Mm -hmm. it's again, like it's not about higher, lower, good or bad. It's just about having access to different densities Mm -hmm. and And it's all unity playing right a game with itself itself. yeah it's all unity experiencing every aspect of this universe that it can and then seventh density is union with the creator and so so you're going back to unity at that point the source to source where apparently it's super fucking boring you right. know, like that's where you have no problems. You're just hanging out when everything is great all the time. You don't even need a physical body or even know. great. Like you don't it's things just, aren't great. They just are. They just are. Yeah. They, it just is in seventh density. So. That's why that's, that's part of the reason that s- the universe wanted to play at the lower densities because mm-hmm. it, it can have a whole different experience. Right. And also on that point. Like, we, as consciousness, are always trying to get back to unity, which is healing our mother wound. And the only way we can heal our mother wound is by existing in the third conscious, like, third density consciousness here here on Earth Earth to heal these traumas in fifth density. It's like a wacky thing, wacky, you know, but it makes sense. It does, yeah. Because that's one thing that you hear a lot of spiritual teachers talk about, too, is how, like, we are here to help Gaia ascend. You know, like, what the fuck does that mean, help Gaia ascend? Well, Mm -hmm. it means that we're here to actually help bring in, like, make available higher densities for Gaia Mm -hmm. so that she has the the ability ability to access higher densities again on her journey back to source. Right. Because she, she, her fragment is so big. Like, yeah. she, her wound is so deep, you know? So it, it'll take some time. Plus, we have to, f- like... We're, like, in our own traumas. We've right. created our own We have, strife. through the history of the multiverse, have created so much fragmentation of souls that it's, like, we got to... There's, like, a 
bunch of mud we got to run through before we can even yeah. tackle Gaia's yeah. mother wound. It's like we tied our own shoelaces together <laughs> and we can't yeah. figure out where the ends of our shoelaces are. So we have to just like keep w- like crawling over people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to try and figure out how to cut, untie our shoelaces. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so those are the densities. So we can take mom to the hospital. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like through zombie land. Oh my gosh. Okay, where's this joint? Let's re- relight the joint. Relight the joint. Let me take my shoes off. That's such All a good right. idea. Get comfortable. Connecting with Gaia. <laughs> this plastic plugging these things off. All right, how are we also, feeling? Also, I need like a stretch break. Yeah, everybody stretch, scratch your mind, stretch your brain. This is a lot. This is a lot. Drink some water. I mean, there's like like Outlander. There's just a lot there's of setup. There's a lot of there's setup. Lot of setup. Okay. And also, like, if we need to do an episode, like a second episode to go through the actual story of the universe, like we can do that too. That's but true. well, let's just see how far we get today. Yeah. Okay. Right, we haven't even hit an hour yet. We're good. Well, I stopped that when we went up when he went upstairs. I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, if it's two part, who cares? Yeah. It's our whatever. We've done two hour podcasts. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> so those are the densities. Seven densities. Um, it's important to note, actually going back to the densities, that um, up to like fifth density, you will have like a body. Sixth density and seventh, you don't really need like a physical body. Yeah. I was going to say, but we have engineered light bodies. Correct. We have, uh, yeah. That we can have on those densities. Right. Yes. And that is an important note to have. Light body. Super suit. Where is my super suit? (laughs) (laughs) You left it on the seventh dimension or the seventh density. (laughs) (coughs) Which, like, your light body, I think... Well, I think in, like, the evolution of bodies, I think it was, like, consciousness, light body, plasma body, physical body. I think you're right. Which is also, he talked about in this book, right? Yeah, I think so. So, uh, yeah. And, like, after this part, most of these these characters are playing in the sixth and fifth density until they get to Earth. So it's really important to know, like, some of these things, these beings don't have body. It's not that important to know. I think I think it's, like, a thing to think about, though, because, like, um, check, check. Uh Uh-oh. Check, check, check. Check. Check, check. Um... Light bodies and physical light bodies, bodies and physical bodies. It's a, it is important to note that because um, it's like why don't we see aliens? Yeah, there we like, go. Like why haven't aliens shown themselves to us? Well, because we don't perceive higher densities. Yeah. 
you know, have maybe you've dream- dreamt about an alien. Like, have you talked or seen like interviews of people who have been abducted? Like, it's all dream space. Right. And we are aliens anyway. So it's fine. <laughs> okay. So there's two types of souls the universal archetypes. Nah. And the incarnates. So the universal archetypes. Um, yeah, they are the ones that are existing in the sixth, fifth, the sixth and seventh density. Basically, if you have a body or if you don't have a body. Yeah. And they have a descending soul, like what Ashleen was saying oh earlier yeah. about ascending and descending. So they are starting at the higher densities and going down. And incarnates are starting at the lower densities and going up. There you go. Oh. I read um, it, see? <laughs> so universal archetypes are like unity, the prime mother, the prime father, Christ energy, uh, archangels, Azuras. They are universal archetypes. So like disembodied. Yeah. Like being like that can still visit us. Yeah. Yeah. And guide and communicate. Yeah. And then incarnates are ascending souls, and it's a soul that radiates out from our own unique center of awareness. So we have our own singularity that is connected to unity's singularity, the, the singularity, but mm-hmm. our awareness is coming out of that individually. Mm-hmm. So incarnates are humans, reptilians, crossbreeds, and like other characters like that that we'll get into. Reptilian, <sighs> y'all. If you if you haven't buckled your seatbelt yet, <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be the weirdest episode. Obviously, I think we're hitting all of the points that we should like. You know, like the yeah, they're gonna put us on a watch on watch lists if we're not already. Because we're speaking the truth. I know the truth. Truth okay. is subjective. So. This is the, so that was the preface. This is the beginning of like our story. So the fa- prime mother and the prime father have been hanging out with each other. Creations have been creating. Life forms have been life forming around this space that we have that they have created. That unity is created. So. And then Earth is also cre- being, like, from the Big Bang, Earth, the planet, is being created. Can we talk for a second about the beauty of how this whole electromagnetic courtship plays out in the formation of celestial bodies? Because it's yeah. literally that. It's, yeah. like, a dense core forms, and it becomes this magnetic thing. I think it, I think it literally has a pole, usually. Mm-hmm. It's like, somehow, I don't know the science of it. Energy is swirling. You have your your poles, and then all of the it has enough. It be, ends up with enough gravity and magnetic energy to draw all of the mm-hmm. space dust around it towards it, and then it's swirling and swirling and swirling, and eventually you get a celestial body. Yeah, and it's beautiful. How cool is that? I know. And those celestial bodies have like souls, and they're and like consciousness. Incarnated, yeah, yeah, like beings right you know right. that are just like i'm gonna be a planet for which you know what 800 million years that whole point makes like astrology and tarot and archetypes and that kind of thing make sense to me mm-hmm. because you know it's like oh how does jupiter have how is jupiter the planet of expansion 
And right. like, what, how does, and luck, like, how, how does that happen? Well, it just happens to be the same frequency as these things. Mm-hmm. So by connecting to that frequency, by using Jupiter as an anchor point to that, those frequencies, you can literally change your own frequency to resonate with those frequencies, mm-hmm. calling those things to you. Exactly. Oh, Love it. So cool. Hold on. Lost Wait, our pages. Lost them. Coming back. Okay, is this gone? Can you hear me? Am I so so quiet? Or am I am I too quiet? Okay. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Earth is formed. Or being formed our with the mother wound. With as the mother the, wound. As a piece of mother wound. Our gal- there are galaxies and star systems and beings from other places traveling through time and space. Our story begins with <laughs> <laughs> the Pa'atal. And they are like, they're six density light beings. And they volunteered to set up our region of space um, for life forms. Mm-hmm. So they with the goal of trying to achieve life to reach these fragmented pieces of divine feminine in order to call her back to unity. That was their goal. That was their mission as they're ushering life into being. Yeah. Like siphon like they have the ability to siphon energy off of planets, knock some molecules and make sure like shit happens. So like they're the ones that are orchestrated this whole galaxy essentially. All the while trying to make life available on one of these crazy planets, right? And they also were on a mission to create a life form or like a, a DNA, to engineer a DNA molecule to spontaneously evolve and mutate and support seventh density while in 3D form, through density form. So like that was their task. Mm-hmm. The chief engineer of this mission was named... Yahweh. Right. <laughs> Which I'm like, duh, hello. Duh. I know. It's always like one big, of course. Right. You know? Right. You begin to see like the mythology of the Bible and the mythology of all of these, you know, religious texts and yeah. echoed in all of these yeah. different places. And it's beautiful. I love it. I know. Me too. I'm here for it. So the Pa'atal were living on a fifth density gas planet. Or sixth density gas planet. They were like, we need to move to a fifth density planet to try to like figure out the conditions of which they need to start getting denser to understand how, how to, to create be. dense exactly. matter. Yeah. So they moved. Hold on. They moved. They moved to somewhere. They didn't. They didn't tell me where they moved. <laughs> Maybe they did move to the planet. Maybe they did. Oh yeah, I think they did move to plant to planet Earth. I'm going to say they moved to Weren't planet they Earth. in Lyra? They started... They moved... See... They moved a lot. They moved a lot. They were like... An, they're like the founding race. They are the ones that like started a lot of a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say that they moved... Because they moved to Eden. Mm-hmm. Which was... A, which I'm pretty sure is on Earth. On Earth, yeah. I'm just going to say that it is. I think it in was. my understanding that they moved to Eden and that was on Earth. Yeah. And yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a lab. Yeah, it was yeah, like a lab yeah. that they created yeah. on Earth to try to create this DNA molecule. And 3D flesh bodies. 
So it took like three billion years to create. <laughs> and I'm really like, this yeah. is, a, this is, y'all should read this. So it took like three billion years to create through trial and error. Um, okay. It, they were on Lyra when this all happened. The, the very first ones happened on Lyra. Or in the Lyra star that. system. Because we, right <clears throat> we all started as Lyrans, and then everything broke off from right. the Lyran DNA. Like, everything embodied broke off from Lyran DNA into other That's DNA. Right. I remember that part. Because I, like, I really yeah. connected to the, the Lyran story. Yeah. Lyran, Lyran? Yeah. Yeah. they were, like, the first Lyrans, and then there was, like, a sect of Lyrans that became the cats. Yeah. And they, like, shunned... The the rest of the galaxy yeah. because they were they were corrupted technology yeah yeah okay so the patal was on it was in Lyra yeah doing all of this genetic stuff yeah they created the first humanoid on Lyra on Lyra okay put a pin in the Lyrans pin <laughs> patal so Lucifer over on the in the void space was like. I want so he was seeing that what the Pa'atal were doing, trying to create this life form. He was like, I can create a life form. I don't need to wait for the Pa'atal to create this beautifully perfect creature. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it myself. So he knew about the Draco reptilians or the repti a reptilian race that was like flying around space in like a fallen region of the universe. And so he was like, I'm going to use this race, this reptilian race, to seed my hum my reptilianoid, humanoid, uh, embodied consciousness, consciousness embodied. So vessel. Vessel, yeah. So Lucifer. Cyborg. Not, it's not really a cyborg. No. Well, I don't know. They could be. Could have been. I probably. But so Lucifer was over on this side. Um. I did, I would, yeah, so he went over to the planet Alpha Draconis, found these reptilianoids, seeded his own race. Two-strand beings, by the way. Yeah, two-strand two beings. Two-DNA-strand beings. <coughs> into um, the Chikar, and this was like the first draconian race. These turn, they, the Chikar, are going to be like the royalty of the rest of the reptilians, so... And I think I, in the three billion years that have passed, yeah. I think Ariman, mm -hmm. throwing it back to Ariman, I think he was the one who created the the draconian race. I think that I think that's you remember you said it came from the fallen part of space. I think he was involved in creating that like the well, service he, to self beings. He was talking to Lucifer this whole time, and I think attached himself to lucifer and lucifer because lucifer was the one that seeded them and then i mean but i think i think there was Ariman have i think they've always been intertwined yeah because yeah yeah but i think that there was some point i mean it might not be important but i think there was some point there in the text where he was where they're talking about that some beings are service to self beings being the reptilians a lot of the ones that are that came from that lineage from like the fallen lineage mm -hmm. And then there are those that are service to others. Right. Because, or I mean, like, in the whatever. future of the draconian reptilian race, at some point, they like, this original one split off. Yeah. 
and some went to like Marduk, some went to Mars, some got blasted off into like random space time right. and then communed, recommuned with right. Ariman. Oh, so yeah. like there were some good ones. Like eventually there are good reptilians, right, 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 right. And then there, like the thirteen bloodline draconians. I'm pretty sure they were the ones that were hanging out with with, Ari, with oh, Ariman. Ariman. And like becoming like the really evil one. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't remember. So, it's just. I mean, like Lucifer and Armin have been hanging out for the last three billion years. So, and it's clear. Like it's a clear line. Yeah. But Lucifer's consciousness also reincarnates into a bunch of other people that. And funnily enough, allows him to heal his own trauma enough that he is allowed back into heaven just meaning he is allowed to regain higher density consciousness yeah so jokes on him well (laughs) i'm just kidding he won actually i I think we all won anyway so yeah so we have the chaikar they are the first draconian race we have the lyrans who were the first humans the first humans and the Paatal are now incarnating into these lyrans Time happens, everybody evolves into <laughs> space travel technology. So the Lyran race does develop interplanetary travel, but they are formed from love and light and don't can't comprehend negative things. So they don't develop weapons because they don't need weapons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They don't understand fear or they understand fear, but they don't understand an attack. Yeah. You know. Meanwhile, you have the reptilians who are attacking everybody, using up planets, to use, taking all of the resources yeah. mm-hmm. until they dry up and then moving on to the mm-hmm. next one, to the yeah. next one, to the next one. And they have all the weapons. They have all the nukes. They have all of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so then the Chaikar, the reptilians, are find out about the Lyrans and they're like, Look at these little soft little babies, you know, like <laughs> let's take off. <laughs> they don't understand why oh, also, while the Lyrans are evolving, they're evolving their psychic abilities and yeah. their consciousness. Oh, yeah. Because they're pa tall are the them incarnate, they're seventh density beings. They're like, you know They're trying to that's trying the whole point to ascend yeah. all of these vibrations, right? Yeah. So these this Lyran race are super psychic. They can like transform nature into houses and Mm -hmm. like all of these crazy things living in community with nature and just like a beautiful utopia so the chaikar find out about the lyrans they're like i don't understand how you have such psychic abilities but no weapons fair (laughs) (laughs) um they've just never had to deal with it before exactly literally been able to cooperate exactly with each other um going back to Lucifer and the Chaikar. They Lucifer created a 3D matrix for the Chaikar to evolve and be because that I think that's the two strand DNA can't have a higher consciousness than a 3D that third density. I think that's what it is. So Lucifer created a 3D matrix to impose upon the Chaikar. This 3D matrix traveled with the Chaikar when they were 
killing ramp yeah no, like colonizing colonizing and traveling all over space that is important the Lyrans can manifest so they're on the Lyran planet in eden which is the third density matrix eden is on earth i think that comes later no, e- there is an Eden. Oh, maybe there's, there's two Eden Edens then. where the Potal are creating the Lyrans, mm-hmm. and then there's Eden on Earth. Okay. And I don't know if there's Eden. I don't know if it's different. Okay. I couldn't decide. Uh, there, but okay. <laughs> there's the Potal are creating the Lyrans in a 3D matrix because they need to be in a 3D matrix. This is important. I'm not just like this is important. I just have to figure out why. <laughs> <laughs> so while the Lyrans, while most higher density beings can manifest the only way it can be a solid thing is in the 3d mm-hmm. so the thing can manifest only in the higher densities only as long as the thought exists mm-hmm. okay so <coughs> back on eden the lyrans are manifesting in the 3d they're able to f- change the 3d landscape can i just say Manifesting in the 3D space is really hard. No, it's creating art is manifesting in the 3D space. It's like speaking your truth is manifesting in the 3D space. Like we have this whole idea of manifesting where it's like, okay, I have this thought that I want $50,000 and I'm going to figure out how to manifest $50,000 and all of a sudden I'm going to have all this money or whatever. But, you know, manifesting in the 3D is also just about like... Making a podcast, making a video, uh, like having a nice time with your family on a picnic, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. like also just enjoying the 3D, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yes. I was just thinking like manifesting nature to like build a house. Of course. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. But like just to just to like bring it back to today, you know, like uh, we're not at the point where we're, you know commanding the trees you know, to, to, co- to become into, yeah. a treehouse for where everything is great and well, whatever whatever although we're getting close we Earth ships exist you know but it's just like you have the thought and then you have to put the work in here yeah. in order to make it happen yeah and that's the whole idea of the three it's like the process of the 3d makes it 3d it's not like yeah. necessarily the end result right yeah totally yeah i love that Okay, so back to the Lyrans and the Dra- Draco Reptilians. So the Draco find Lyrans. They're like, I don't understand how you could be so psychic. And they're like, I don't understand how you could be so mean. Right. So <laughs> the Dra- the Reptilians land wherever by Eden. The Lyrans are like, new friend you know welcome them in to their space of course they don't have weapons and so they get eaten mm-hmm. they get literally eaten. like not, this yeah. is like the first holocaust yeah like like decimated yeah like decimated where literally the reptilians developed a taste for lyran blood exactly and like they like the taste of the flesh and like all of that so some lyrans were able to flee in starships um so that's good but basically the drake like this is where the draco reptilian lyran conflict starts um lyrans fly off their little starship 
turns into fleet and like a bunch of people and they evolve again um and but with like that trauma that happened back on e in eden they realize that a 3d matrix is a prison or like it's traumatic and that's where the, the wounding of like things have to be hard here yeah exactly and the 3d matrix is a prison where the th like a 3d ma the 3d matrix was here so we can actually like evolve and manifest and like heal and it's not like a prison it's like a healing place it should be a healing place but so we, there's just like some like new agey like people are saying that like our 3d is a prison planet and we're gotta ascend to 5d to get off of this planet it's yeah. like no we're here to like do the hard work and we incarnated into these lives to do this work now mm -hmm. on this planet and 5d is accessible through activating our dna not flying on a spaceship into space mm -hmm. okay so Le the Lyrans on sp in space are evolving. They um, develop Vega, the Vegas system, the Orion system, the Sirius system, the Pleiades, Tau Seti, Andromeda, Alpha Centauri, and more. So they basically just go into space and start evolving. And, and each one like evolves into its own kind of like culture. culture. Like from them, don't you get like the uh amphibinoids and the in like event and the i think there so. was like a huge list of of different types that kind of all came from this original lyran yeah this like seed dna that are all like human-esque yeah but not humans and then at this this is i would say that they were all tall i don't know if they're actually all lyran I think because the paratal are the seat, like the incarnate seat, like souls. Yeah. I, do, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. From my, from what I, what I understood when I was reading it was that it was from this kind of dispersion of starships yeah. that all of the evolution of all of these different yeah. types of aliens mm -hmm. like came from, mm -hmm. especially ones that are that we recognize as life on earth, mm -hmm. like insectoid looking mm -hmm. ones or um, dog looking ones or the feline mm -hmm. ones yeah. were the Lyrans that were able to stay behind on the planet. Yeah. Uh, uh, on Lyra. So I don't know if Eden was on Lyra or it was, I'm or pretty I, maybe it was I think it was something different. It was, so Lyra is a star system. So it was probably in Lyra, the star yeah. system, but I don't know. And I also think Lyra is a star itself yeah. or like the system. See, that's where like it, space it gets, gets confusing. Space gets really confusing. <laughs> if it isn't confusing I yet. Just like, that's where it gets confusing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the Lyrans are s space explorers yeah. at this point. After this terrible holocaust a that the Draco reptilians have. A group of them end up on Earth, though, don't they? And those, there's Who? like a, a, a Paatal slash Lyra. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. Okay, okay, we're okay, not there okay. yet. Okay, all right, sorry. <laughs> First, we have to get to the moon, which okay. is one of the more exciting things <gasps> about this situation. Moon. And I'll, I'm going to read you the whole thing because it's I think it's funny. Okay, so the story goes, two Draco brothers find Earth. I don't know. I don't remember how many years after this Holocaust. 
But the two Draco brothers are fi- find Earth. They're like, this is a great planet to be a livestock planet. The only thing is that there are no tides. And in order to, like, evolve quickly, you need to have tides because oceans bring life out and, you know, rain and whatever. <clears throat> so they're like, we're just going to import a planetoid and place it exactly where <laughs> we need it to be in order give it the perfect axis of rotation <laughs> and speed around the planet and so that became the moon it's a hollow hold on i have to find it oh fuck my book well oh here we go part chapter two part one it's really funny so yeah 365 million years ago these two draco brothers found earth and put the moon in okay so it's yeah it's a hollowed out planetoid um the moon so these are baffling facts about the moon that scientists don't understand facts about the moon (laughs) (laughs) facts facts um the moon is much bigger than it should be with a diameter that is 27 percent the size of earth of the earth it is far far bigger than any other observable planetary satellite in our solar system the biggest of which is only five percent of the size of its parent planet yeah the moon's huge moon is huge i've always thought that i was like man if the moon came from an asteroid like breaking off a piece of earth like that is mad like that's a lot of that's That's a lot of earth why isn't there a huge divot right okay like where did it come from okay right um the mo- the moon is much lighter than it should be given its size i wonder how you measure how much the moon weighs there's science i i've seen the algorithm i took an astronomy class in college i did too but, but I, don't I, remember. I was also in high school so i don't remember either that was a long time ago um the mathematics of the placement of the moon in relationship to the earth and sun are fantastically precise. Yeah, this is crazy. It is placed in exactly the perfect place to help sustain life through its influence on the tides and the fact that it is the perfect size to completely eclipse the sun is a mathematical impossibility unless you factor in an intelligent design. Yeah, that's crazy. That is so wild. Its rotation is perfectly synchronized with the Earth's so that we only ever see one side of it, meaning it rotates on its axis once every 27.3 days and also orbits the Earth once every 27.3 days. Weird. It appears to be hollow. Data indicates its internal density is far less than its external density, and seismic equipment has shown clearly that upon being impacted, the moon literally rings like a giant gong. This was first observed during the Apollo missions when the command module crashed into the moon, and it has been tested repeatedly by NASA since then. One of the NASA scientists involved in these tests, Ken Johnston, has had this to say, quote, the moon not only rang like a bell, but the whole moon wobbled in such a precise way that it almost, it was as, uh, but, but the moon wobbled in such a precise way that it was almost as though it had gigantic hydraulic damper struts inside, end quote. Crazy. So weird. Underneath the accumulated space dust on the surface, the moon is largely made, is made largely out of metal. 
Countless pieces of evidence from independent astronomers and NASA scientists have shown that there are dense layers of metal beneath the surface, including pure iron and pure titanium, so pure they could not have formed under natural conditions. Chromium and urtium. Urtium. I don't know. The floors of the craters on the moon are convex, not concaved as you would expect, and craters themselves are way too shallow for their width. This shallow crater with a convex floor would be the result of an asteroid blasting the surface off the surface dust off a rigid metal sphere. Then there are other craters which scientists have un- been unable to find the bottom of, which are believed to be the entrances to into the interior. Whoa. Strange lights and objects have been recorded on our moon for thousands of years. The classical Greek philosopher, mathematician, and scientist Plato reported anomalous Anomalous lights on the moon sometimes around 400 B.C. In 1787, legendary astronomer Sir William Herschel recorded strange lights traveling across the dark lunar surface. Every single NASA mission to the moon has involved encounters with UFOs and observations of colossal artificial structures on the dark side, which has been covered up by NASA. The photographs airbrushed, but which may many astronauts have since since come forward with first person accounts of crazy so weirdness about the moon the moon is interesting and there's a lot of like myths about the moon yeah on the moon and like well and part of the one of the stories that we haven't gotten to yet was that one of the brothers ended up on the moon right like he built a a city Mm -hmm. inside the moon yeah exactly and that, like it's a sp- it's a observation deck. Mm-hmm. The moon is well, and there's was it the reptilians that put? Okay, so apparently there's technology that feeds mm-hmm. our artificial matrix here on Earth mm-hmm. that is projected from the moon. Yeah, and that yep. came from the reptilians. Um, or did that come from? I think that came later. Okay. Um, when. Somebody took over, took it over. It's been or maybe it used to be from the reptilians when it was like the time of the dinosaurs, when they were like literally using it as livestock for that. Well, no, I think, I think. Or were they getting gold? No, that was never mind. Um, maybe the Palladians. So yeah, when like all hell broke loose. The Lyran Draco hell? No, like way later. Okay. This is like in the future. More hell. Yeah. Like the Atlantean hell broke loose. Oh. It was either the Atlantean hell broke loose or... No, it was the Anunnaki's that seeded the first human race. Mm-hmm. And they were like... Um, on, on, on Enlil is like, I don't like that they reproduce, but since you already put it in the code, I'm going to impose uh, the the... 3d matrix program on them yeah yeah Yeah. and at that point i think the moon was colonized with like that base that this original draco base was yes 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 yes, yes, yes. occupied by the anunnaki okay thank you i think you're right i think something like that i think so i think that's what i read this morning i think this is coming from elizabeth april 
which is a totally different thing. <laughs> yeah. But not. <laughs> but I think she was saying that, I think that eventually the Galactic Federation took over the technology on the moon and have been yeah. like pumping so I think good yeah. energy, not matrix energy. But like stabilizing yeah. energy or something. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. I think right Let's now the, the um, moon is occupied by, yeah, the if not the Galactic Federation, the like sphere, the noob group, which you didn't even get to. And I didn't get my notes to. But this new group of sphere guys, I don't know. I have to look back on that one. It's like a whole new, like literally like 2013 okay. new oh, situation. Wow. Well, we're not there yet. We're, we're there still yet. like 500 billion years. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about 500,000 years ago. Where we're at right now. Maybe longer. No, I no, think we're I think still. We're, I think yeah, I'm, I think we're, yeah, we're still way before, before yeah. then. Okay, so the moon. So the moon is now a base um, in the sky for space. <laughs> <laughs> the moon was brought by the Draco reptilians to help p- their livestock planet. Okay. Time happens, like billions of years happen. At this point, the Paatal have settled on Antarctica. They have like a base there, and at the <coughs> bless you. Thank you. At this point, think like I, I mean. I can only like spaceships literally traveling to Earth and leaving Earth, and like that's a not a weird thing. Like that's this is where we are, and like, which is so crazy because I'm like totally, you know, right. Anyway, also the Earth was at a whole different axis yeah. tilt at that time, so Antarctica wasn't at the South Pole. It was like it kind was, of where Australia is now. I think kind it of was like, like right in the middle. I think I think the it was poles. like towards the equator. Yeah. Yeah, I think, which I was trying to go on Google Maps on my phone, and it does not let you zoom out to the whole Earth. I bet you it does on the computer. I think it does, but I'm like, why? Fuck you, dude. It's probably bandwidth. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. You can catch Pokemon on your iPhone. (laughs) Why can't you see the globe? Anyway. So, yeah. So, Antarctica is, like, near the where the equator is now everything is kind of off center and like pangea you know Mm -hmm. like this is like pre 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 ice age yeah like we can't even fathom what this world was yeah so the paatal are in antarctica doing their paatal thing um they're on in antarctica watching the draco reptilians um like Mm -hmm. watching their live livestock process because i think at this point this is like dinosaur like the jurassic period of the world see that's why i was thinking that that was when the dracos were using earth as livestock because i i think that he was that they were saying that different breeds like the carnivorous dinosaurs were used as warriors and like these these things and then the plant eating ones were literally livestock and things to eat well so yeah they they were yes but i don't i think the draco reptilians were all like in their own little 
space. Like I think. Oh. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So the Drake. This is like an outpost. Yeah, we're all we're doing their thing, Be, like livestock planet, like breeding the carnivorous plant, like dinosaurs to become. Is this the Tiamat? Warrior. No. That's later. That's there's later. there's like two Tiamats. I know. That's okay. They're okay. both later. Okay. <laughs> You're like getting me. I'm getting confused. <laughs> I'm like, like I will. That's the good part. Yeah, that's the good part. So, Sea Planet. At this point, like the Draco reptilians are crashing comets into the Earth's atmosphere to make less oxygen because the plants on Earth are creating so much oxygen that it's becoming uninhabitable for the reptilians. So they crash. Wait, inhabitable or uninhabitable? Uninhabitable. The plants are making it uninhabitable because there's too much oxygen. Too much oxygen. They need more carbon, carbon dioxide. Okay. Yeah. So they're blasting comets into Earth to create more carbon dioxide. At this same time, the Paatals are have a base on Antarctica and they have a base in on Mars. I don't remember how they got to Mars, but they did. <laughs> and that group is the Nakals. <laughs> not not calls, mm-hmm. calls. Yeah. It's two A's. There's it's a lot of double A's. A's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which in the Egyptian indicates coming back to unity when there are two A's. Okay, yeah. See, yeah, we're talking about the same thing, but we got to get. I know, I know, I know, like I know. I know. Gun. Okay, so the p- Pawtall were like, I don't like how many reptiles are on this planet. We got to do something about it. Because, again, their mission is still to usher in life in order to help Mother Earth heal her mother wound. Yeah. 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 Just Thank you. bringing that Thank back. Because that is important because it's like, why is one. What wh- is this why, faction? Yeah. yeah. What, like, what's the difference between mm. one group fighting another group and another group fighting another group? It's because the intention of the Paatals is to heal the mother wound. Seed this consciousness to heal the mother wound. The reptiles are self-serving, just wanting to colonize and eat the universe. Their seed coming from Lucifer slash Ahriman being the fallen fragments of fear that came from the divine yes. masculine. Yes. Just, Boom. Just, just pulling that back up. in. Okay. So there's like dinosaurs, like the actual dinosaurs. Too many reptiles on Earth for life. To happen. So the Paatals crashed a bigger comet into planet Earth. Got rid of all of the dinosaurs. Except for a group of dinosaurs, uh, Draco reptilians, that went underground. So there's folks underground now. On Earth, we're on Earth now. Also in higher de- densities, right? Not yet. Oh, not yet. Okay, we're still. Okay. We haven't built Shambhala yet. Okay, okay, but that's okay, coming. Okay, that's coming. <laughs> so, comet whoosh, hits Earth, kills dinosaurs, and a group, a small group of reptilians survive underground. Maybe another group of reptilians survive in starships, because that's usually the plan. Yeah, yeah. So the ascended masters of the Paatal. Come back to Earth, make it beautiful again, seed it with plant la- plant life and things to create life. 
And then the Pawtals went back. Some of them went back to other planets. A group of them went to Mars. These are the Nuthcalls. Just to watch over Earth. So, yeah. And then there was a group who stayed on Earth. Oh, no. They were on Venus. (laughs) (laughs) Then I called her on on Venus. I was going to say, no, okay, because on Mars, and we're probably, I'm jumping the gun again. again. There's a man on Mars. Put a pin in it. Oh, yeah, no, that's That's like way forward. I know. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But it's so cool. It's so cool. cool. Okay, okay. So send in masters the paw tall, come back to Earth, seed the planet, (laughs) make it beautiful for life. Leave. Leave. The Nicole. To Venus. To Venus. To watch over planet Earth. There is a group of mammalian conscious beings on Earth that I don't remember who seeded them. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly the Pleiadians. I think it was the Pleiadians. I think they were just, I think when, I think... I think that just in the mix, yeah, they became. Yeah, thing. yeah, I yeah, think they, yeah. I think probably the some. I don't know. In the mix, they <laughs> became. A thing. These beings are called the pre-cetaceans. Oh yeah, yeah, which are yeah. fucking rad. So rad. So rad. So rad. Okay, so these are the first intelligent mammalian civilization on Earth. <clears throat> they live. The, so yeah, so they must so seeded and then probably billions of years happened and conscious life appeared on Earth in the pre-cetaceans. They like lived close to the Earth, an agricultural lifestyle. Um, they like to evolve their psychic and spiritual abilities. So, they're on Earth. There's some people from, like, Orion and somewhere else, some, like, reptoid-humanoid hybrids that are friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Call up the, the Nicals on Venus, and they're like, hey, I want to settle on Earth. Is that okay? Because the Nicals are now, like, governing Earth. Stewardship. The Nicals are like, yeah, that's fine, but you cannot... <laughs> Don't like bother the presentients because they're doing their thing. But they're, at least, thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. You can settle. Just don't interfere with the evolution of these folk over here. So these reptoid humans um, were really interested in technology and advancing technology. So they settle on Earth, doing their thing. At some point, the reptoids and presentients come together start learning from each other um passing information you know evolving together so the group underground that survived the comet the of of reptilians reptilians that were like seeding the planet or whatever yeah they i they are the chai car they are the the original Okay. Bloodline of, of Draco reptilians. Lucifer's yes. seed. <laughs> right. So the Chekar that went underground 
popped up and we're like, oh, there's some like reptilians. <laughs> Go on. So they're like, okay, since we share DNA, let's fuck. Yeah, no. Like they they basically were like don't hang out with these mammals because mammals taste good and you know like we don't like mammals like we might like mammals to eat but like don't share in like things cuz the last mammals that we dealt with were the lyrans and we fucked them up and like now they have technology and now they're you know like whatever i don't actually know the conversation <laughs> Basically, the, the, the Chaikar were, like, trying to get into the Reptoid's ear yeah. to turn them against this mammalian presentation race. Okay. But, unbeknownst, the, pre- <laughs> the presentations with their brilliant psychic abilities <laughs> were, like, timelines. They were, like, checking the timelines. Yeah. Checking the timeline, seeing... <laughs> the original, like, Google stock or Facebook stocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, let me Akashic Records stock these bitches and see what could happen if we, like, get into bed with exactly. them. Exactly. So, they're like, oh, shit, the Chaikar are mingling with these reptoids, don't really like this situation. The Chaikar, they're going to plan an attack on us, like, billions of years in the fucking future. <laughs> Maybe, like, 100 million. So the presentations are like, okay, um, we are going to start evolving. Like we're going to have a group <laughs> of folks. Y'all are the evolution folks. You are going to evolve your DNA so much so where you can live uh, in the oceans. So the reptoids cannot get you. This faction over here, you're going to go up into space. And you're going to just be our space base. <laughs> Awesome. So everyone, billion, like hundreds of millions of years are going by. There's now our whale folk of the oceans are these new, these evolved pre-sentients, which are now, they are now sent, 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 I don't know. Cetaceans. Cetaceans. Thank you. So they're in the ocean. The reptoids are like, we're going to attack. And <laughs> I think I think someone has a nuke and tries to nuke them. Honestly, they didn't stand a chance. The, set, the pre-citations didn't stand a chance, which they knew. Yeah. So which they took precautions. Yeah. Yeah. I believe a bunch of them went to Sirius. I think Sirius is a very, like, yeah. water-based planet. That's cool. Love or, it. like, Sirius is the star, but, you know. Anyway. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So their pre-cetacean base gets blown up, right? There's there's cetaceans in the ocean and cetaceans in the space. And what did, what did the cetaceans evolve into? Do we Are we ready We're to reveal that? Oh. Almost. Okay. So <laughs> they are so psychically attuned that they all vibrate to whatever frequency they need to vibrate to implode the reptoids oh, yeah. fucking <laughs> weapons. <laughs> That's right. Literally killed 98% of <laughs> reptoids. Wow. Yeah, that's a crazy amount. That's a crazy amount. 
psychics, so man. Psychics are powerful. Um, don't fuck with them. Don't fuck with the don't psychics. Don't fuck with the psychics. <coughs> so, um, yeah, basically, there's two percent of reptoids are left. The cetaceans in the ocean are evolve into our dolphins and our whales. Obviously, that's um, so cute. They hold the memory of our Earth. Uh, like the genetic memory, they're the external hard drive of this planet, and they like every time there's like a Nakashic reset, they upload the hard drive. Oh, that's so cool! I love whales. Save the whales, man. Oh, Which then I'm like, chills. is the reason <gasps> I want to cry. Ooh, right? Yeah, is the reason why there's so much like whale. Like, other than, like, the blubber, you know? Yeah. The need for blubber and shit. Like, there was, like, there's such a crazy... There's, like, no whales. Right. You know? There's, the whales have been decimated. And dolphins. Yeah. yeah. Talk about Holocaust. Yeah. So. I love whales and dolphins. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a dolphin trainer when I was little. I, I know that. <laughs> okay. So. I'm going to find I'm gonna find that clip. Oh, my God. <laughs> dolphin trainer! So we have the dolphins and the whales that are now the external hard drive, hard drive of the planet, in our Kay. everyday today. <laughs> so the repto, so two percent of the reptoids that didn't get blown to sm- like psychic sm- smithereens, fled to this planet called Maldek, which is now the asteroid belt that's in between Mars and Jupiter. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure that's where I one think is. So. Although in the text of reading it, it just felt like it was farther. But I think it's in between Mars and Jupiter. Yeah. Pretty sure. That sounds right. So, yeah. So, but that's a planet. Maldek is a planet. And the 2% of these reptoids that survived this blast fled to that planet Maldek. So now that now Earth is rid of all of these rept, reptoids, reptilians, reptiles. Life, other life is like able to grow. So time happens. Earth regrows itself. Interplanetary travel is happening. The Paatal are in their Atlantic or Antarctic like base. You is know. Is that when the Living Library happens? Um, the Living Library happens on the next page. <laughs> So almost. Okay. <laughs> okay. So all of this time is happening, right? So there's like now two kind of factions of this space that like is forming. So we have the Orion Empire and they are like humanoids from the Orion belt area. Orion constellation. Constellation. Um, Aryan genotype, uh, which seemed to be an important um, distinction. distinction. Yeah, I think um, it it's comes into play later. Yeah. So they come together with the Chikar, which are the draconian, draconian original bloodline. Right? Um, they come, and all of this time, these Draco reptilians are like doing their thing. They're kind of tainting some people. So, like, there's some people who are service to others and some people who are service to self. 
all of this time, the Draco reptilians are pushing the agenda of service to self. They come in contact with these humanoids from Orion. They join forces. So now they are the Orion Empire. Um, they agree on like self or space exploration and colonization, service to self, manifest destiny, like to colonize and assimilate those they conquered. So like that's their agenda. Damn, that Sound sounds familiar? familiar, bro. And then we have this Federation of Planets, which is um it like they are the civilizations from Lyra, the Pallades, Hades, Andromeda, and like a bunch of other planet area space areas because they're not just planets it's like a system <laughs> um and this federation of planets is also joined and advised by non-physical beings so it includes seventh density to fifth density they reject the ideas of colonization and intervention on other worlds and their service to others mm -hmm. and they are the ones that are seated most of them are seated from the paw tall and they are trying to Heal the mother wound. <coughs> so these two factions of space are basically fighting over territory and idealism, like ideology yeah. and all of these things. <clears throat> so much so that it's like really causing problems. And there's a bunch of Syrians from the Syrian, which I'm like, hello, this is fucking fractal universe. From the Sirius star system um, are like tired of all of these wars. They're war refugees. They're just trying to find a place <laughs> to live. Um, so they, they propose this idea of marriage between the Federation and the Empire. Stemming from the idea that like when two things in nature come together, it's like a symbiosis. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, like comes from the right place yeah not necessarily like these two factions yeah. so hmm. the orion royalty are mostly humanoid like draco reptilians reptile human hybrid <laughs> and then the federation are mostly like pure human because at this point human like human beings are mm. a thing just like mammals are a thing yeah okay? Just not like Homo sapiens on Earth. Okay, space time. There's a distinction. There's humans, and then there's Homo sapiens. Okay? Ooh, that's actually a really important distinction. Yeah. So humans. Because in my brain, there was a lot of Homo sapiens running around doing all of these human things in Lyra, in Lyra, but that's right. not. It's human DNA. Human DNA in Homo sapiens. Right. So these uh, human, yeah. So okay. humans and then Homo sapiens, but we'll get to that. So these humans are in the Federation. Okay. They're light bodies. Okay. So Empire, King, or whatever, Federation, Queen come together. Their DNA comes together to create the Anunnaki. And they are now, the Anunnaki are repto-human hybrids. Like, they're more, they're like human, but they also have reptilian DNA inside of them. And they're big. They're and like they're 15 like, to yeah, 20 they're feet big. tall. So this like in the grand scheme of things was great, but a lot of people didn't, they, a lot of people rejected the Anunnaki because they're like, 
like on the Federation side, like you're still reptilian, like you still have reptilian DNA. We're not really into what that <laughs> is. Into reptiles. Yeah. Like you, you come with like a lot of baggage. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, they just didn't like, they didn't agree with the genetic ma- manipulation that included reptilian. So a lot of people like refused the alliance. And basically the Anunnaki were kind of shunned from space. Um, well, yeah, freaking segregation. So, yeah, for a while, I think the Anunnaki ruled like kind of peacefully, but then rebel factions started popping up and they knew that if they fought against the rebels, the more rebels would fight against them. So they couldn't. And so I think the Anunnaki then were just kind of like put on a shelf, just kind of like. You're just going to be over here because they were like really they like liked war. Yeah. They were like a warrior race. Yeah. So they were kind of like, we're going to you're we're going to put you over here. We're going to have peace time because we're all tired of fighting. But yeah. um, we're going to put you over here. So <coughs> during this like kind of peace, kind of tumultuous time, there was the first Christ consciousness incarnated um, in the the form of a, b- a boy named Merlin. <laughs> so Merlin pops into the scene. Intergalactic Merlin. Intergalactic Merlin. Um, and he was he was there to help everyone find like peace within themselves and peace in their differences. So, totally. so he, he was unity consciousness. Yeah, he was um, born of a rebel family told like settled the rebels down he went over to the federation settled the federation down went over to the empire settled real the moses down. real jesus type. <laughs> <laughs> so peace is upon the space land right and at this point the orion empire is being um governed by tiamat Tiamat? Tiamat? I don't know. Um, the Dragon Queen. She's like a 50 to 60 foot Dragon Queen. Um, she's a benevolent ruler of yeah. like the Orion space, uh, the Orion Empire. But she is a dra- like she is um, has dra- uh, dra- dragon, dragon queen. DNA or reptilian DNA. What this looks like, we don't know. I can no only pictures. imagine. No, fo- no, no cameras back no then. F- no photos. I mean, flash photography is not permitted. Our memories are embedded in our DNA. Right. For sure. We just need to uh, remember. Remember. Mm. Okay. So that was the Orion Wars. Right. Yeah. The Orion Empire and the Federation, the Orion Wars. And then. So the the big takeaway from the Orion Wars is that we got Anunnaki. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and then the Anunnaki are just like chilling in their own space now mm-hmm. because they are being rejected by their own people. Oh, oh no, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So now, what, what at the same start? time we have a subsect of rep- oh, the the two percent of reptilians who survived yeah. the implosion. Uh, yeah, they're on Mal. Are on Maldek. Mal which is also called Tiamat. Yeah. Side note, Side note. for confusion. Tiamat, Dragon Queen, ruler of the Orion Empire. Um, during this space peace time, she was also given 
the governance of our solar system. Because then, yeah, the Merlin solution was to come in and just, like, be chill. (laughs) (laughs) Unity consciousness or Christ consciousness, bro. Yeah, he just was like, he was just like, be calm. (laughs) <laughs> like we all have differences and it's fine and like yeah. just ch- chill out so after the oh, after the Merlin solution then the empire turned into a matriarchy with Tiamat the dragon queen as its benevolent ruler got it so after peace t- like post Merlin Tiamat came in and was the benevolent ruler of the Orion Empire. The Orion Empire. Okay. The 13 human reptilian hybrid families within the Royal Orion royalty, ju- they were they are were just a different faction of... Within the within Orion, Orion, Empire. Orion Empire. Okay. This 13 families bloodline is important because they turn into the Cabal and, like, the Illuminati and, like, the Dark Men of Orion. Like, they are, like, the bad guys of today. Okay. So... So says the conspiracy theory. Right. You know. right, 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 right. Okay. So, yeah. So, Tiamat, benevolent ruler, dragon queen, ruling over space. Orion space. Orion, Orion Empire. So, they were, yeah. So, the 13 royal bloodlines were coming in, jealous of Tiamat's situation, landed on Mars to try and scope out what they can scope out. They were, like, kind of chill on Mars, but then they they stopped being chill and started like killing everybody, and then they were <laughs> banished from Mars. They were banished from Mars, from Maldek and Earth. So where did they go after that? Space. <laughs> <laughs> so this time, this is when the living libraries <laughs> were becoming a thing. So on Earth and other planets. They were starting to create these living libraries where species, races from space could come and seed these like flora and fauna of their home their planet home planets. because life was so well nurtured here. Yeah. So there were like 13 or 7, 12 planets. <laughs> I don't know. 12 planets. There were 12 planets that were selected to be living libraries. And so, like, things like the octopus and mushrooms and orchids, like, these things were from, like, alien planets that are seeded here to protect it from probably the Draco reptilians who <laughs> were flying around fucking space and eating up planets. planets. Yeah. Um, That's so cool. I mean, think right? of the biodiversity we have here. I like, know. it's so amazing. I know. And, like, I know. It makes me think of the. There's a, a region in the Philippines, um, Palawan, that is said to have, a, like, the entire world's biodiversity is found there. Or, like, yeah. Yeah. I bet. I mean. And that area is, which we find out later, is, like, a cradle of civilization from. The. If you, if you continue these storylines, like, there is a yeah. cradle of civilization where there were. Edens and you know there's yeah. like the laboratories and all mm-hmm. these things. So mm-hmm. <coughs> all of these places to like nurture life. And and stuff. Thirteen, so they're now banished, right? From the bloodlines are banished. <laughs> so the Anunnaki now are like, well, why does she get like basically the same thing? Okay. Like I want what you want. 
or I want what you have. They attack Mars or yeah, they attack Mars and she's like, no. (laughs) And like, I think her weapons like bounce back and like all the meanwhile, honestly, like Lucifer's trying to come back. Yeah. Like (laughs) trying to like, you know, like the war of heaven and earth is like happening and it's really just like. Lucifer's trying to get in on the action, and he's not working. <laughs> they he, they end up being banished again. Uh, yeah, like they get just keep getting banished. Karmic loops, man. Yeah, just keep chipping off that old block. Okay, so the thirteen royal bloodlines from Orion that got banished settled on Maldek, so they're just kind of chilling on Maldek, like starting to influence. Kay. The space, you know? Mm-hmm. So then these, like, 13 bloodlines try, like, their ideologies bleed into society on Maldek. And then the people of Maldek become, like, belligerent and angry and, like, I want what you have. So then they start, um, like, trying to get Mars. And the people on Mars are relatively peaceful. They're, like, a lot of Palladians, you know, like, just chill-ass folk <laughs> hanging out on Mars. <laughs> But it's like, I want what you have. Mm -hmm. So it was like, you, they were like, you have to give me your stuff or we will take it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. The people on Mars were like, the people in the Pallades system, like, help us out. So they come and they were going to, like, try to do it peacefully, but the, like, the presence of the Palladians made that like the people of Maldek freak out mm-hmm. so then the people of Maldek mm-hmm. inevitably blast Mars like attack Mars and no chill no oh my chill. god no chill no chill so they use this electromagnetic grav gravatic technology which is like a tech generated merkaba if you know what that is it's a Light body tech type of a consciousness travel yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> so they use this this like Merkaba as like a shield, and also they try to use it as like a weapon against the Martians, which um, failed. It failed so badly that <laughs> it blew Maldek up. Essentially, <laughs> it blew Maldek up into the asteroid it turned in, 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 into smithereens like yeah it is now yeah an asteroid belt where did we say in between mars and jupiter yeah I should. between the inner planets and the outer planets yeah exactly so maldek no more but the result of maldek being blown <laughs> up was a bunch of souls getting fragmented and scared because oh. of this like sudden crazy action so their souls got fragmented and went to like the safest place which was just hanging out around earth and now there's just like a bunch of fragmented souls hanging out around earth waiting to be incarnated so this action caused so much trauma to like that fragmented souls enough to become this thing around Earth, and now, like, the original soul is, like, fragmented, and that's where you get soul families. Mm. All of that should be said. Mm -hmm. It's like you come from the same original soul, but now you're fragments of that soul. So that's why you, like, 
understand yeah. somebody, but you're just fragments of that. Right, soul. right. Or and it feels like a st- you meet a stranger and it's like you've known them forever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Man, oh man. So that's what happens when you blow planets up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like funny, but it's like how many people right. are. <clears throat> have that wound of like a separation wound right or a blown like an unrational irrational right fear of being blown up or right like, you know mm-hmm. like or being left left yeah or abandoned or you know like yeah it's just like from lifetimes ago right so yeah so now there's like this ri- it's like a bunch of souls waiting to incarnate on earth because our earth is where you heal the wounds, right? Um, that really upset Tiamat. Her, the blowing up of Maldek. Which was under her empire. Was under her empire. Uh, okay, so... <coughs> Seconds before Maldek exploded, the 13 bloodline families were able to get onto a fucking starship and <laughs> like zap, like use technology to, to bend time and space to zap out of there. So they were safe on a fucking starship. Of course they were. Of course they were. <laughs> um, pin them in this starship. Okay. So now with all of this like crazy like we've got been through the Orion Wars, now this war, like war on war on war, the vibration of this corner of space is really really low. Like the things are off kilter, the vibrations are wacky. We have two suns at this point just go with it (laughs) and like there's so much light for the frequency that the palladians needed to come in and like siphon energy off of the second sun to save the plant like this corner of space and they have the ability to siphon off energy to create two more heavenly bodies and they created nibiru and elenin yeah so Elenin is the blue dwarf star, um, and Nibiru is the red planet that it orbits. Um, and the dead star, Saturn. <laughs> but I don't think it becomes Saturn at this point. I think it goes becomes Saturn at a different point. Oh, I thought I once they, I thought it was once they finished siphoning all the extra light off of the star. I don't think they siphoned all of it. I think they oh. what did it later. I okay. but I but don't I don't think he comes back to it. Yeah, I don't think it's that important. But it does become Saturn. Yeah, that's yeah. What <laughs> okay, so now there's Nibiru and Elenin floating off. So it's like the orbit is super like the super long, and it comes in kind of close to the Earth's orbit. So it's kind of in the same. Um, Nibiru's cycle is like 30, what did I say, 3,600 Earth years? 3,800? 3,800? I don't remember. Somewhere in that. I think 3,600. 3,600 Earth years. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, one year on Nibiru is 3,600 Earth years. So that's kind of a wacky thing. But it's like in a space where it's... it Nibiru can hold life. Let's just say that. So... <laughs> Things are happening. The Anunnaki are getting restless. Um, they want what Tiamat has. They attack Tiamat. Tiamat is like, Psh, no, that's not true. Basically, I don't remember how, but wins against the <laughs> Anunnaki. Well, the Anunnaki are like, what, 15, 20 feet tall? Yeah. The Tiamat is like 15 her dragons. feet tall. Yeah. So she's like, just don't even try. She proposes that they become peaceful by marrying, um, like a ceremonial marriage between the Anunnaki and Tiamat. Um, and the leader of the Anunnaki marries Tiamat for peace. And then their DNA is um, put together to create 12 crossbreed, crossbreed children that eventually create the Igigi. And they're the worker race of the Anunnaki. So, Tiamat's like, why don't we just put the Anunnaki on Nibiru and, like, let them have Nibiru? It's, like, far enough away where they won't hurt anybody, but they can, like, establish themselves over there. So, everyone else was like, okay, cool. Love it. So, the Anunnaki go and settle Nibiru. Yeah. <coughs> should we stop here? <laughs> yeah, maybe we should stop here. Yeah. I think we should stop here. Yeah, because there's the next. Cause it's like the so next much. is a lot. Yeah. yeah, the next gets into a yeah. lot. I think we should. This stop is a good here. place to stop. Yeah. So that's how the Anunnaki got to Nibiru, and that is part one of the histories of the multiverse. Does Nibiru still exist? I is think it, so. Like, I think is it's it planet X somewhere in an orbit out mm-hmm. on its way around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Nibiru. Or it got bl- did it get blown up? Um, by they, a dragon queen. They're in the Nibiru and Elenin are in the Hopi um, mythology as mm-hmm. Red Kachina and Blue Kachina. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so interesting. Huh. It's so okay. interesting. All right, so let's take a breather. Where <laughs> come back to where we? Well, summer. <laughs> can't summarize it. Well, we tried. This is just. The beginning of like where our wounds start, right, and why it's important to heal our trauma is right. to move through the loop, right. And it's important to know where we come from. Like yeah. in any situation, it's important to know where we come from, and like that's what the Bible is trying to tell us. That's what like all of these ancient texts are trying to explain to us. But they got tarnished along the way by these dark entities that have been hovering over us for billions of years yeah that only exist in themselves because of a trauma Mm -hmm. exactly so it all comes down to trauma man and it's like not the point isn't even to like run away from the trauma right Right. no you have to feel like you have to go through it exactly and you have to live your life and get traumatized yeah to even know like and that I'm not, y'all know, I'm not trying, you know, saying go get traumatized. But, right. you know, like, don't yeah. be, don't live in fear of getting traumatized. Like, you can't yeah. just live in a meditative state 
forever. Right. Because then you're or not, not leave your house and right. you know, just for fear of you're not living, living. You're not existing the way that we were meant to, yeah. which is to experience itself in a whole bunch of different situations right. and heal the trauma that comes with it. Right. So. And we are if if you think about us literally being the universe experiencing itself, then our active participation in doing that is allowing the universe to experience itself. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So play. So play. Yeah. So play. There are some um, of these genetic race, like farmer races that like they, I'm trying to remember who it was, but they evolve with, they evolve consciousness with play and contemplation and like relaxing. I'm like, that's how I want to evolve. Yes, please. I'm here for that. I will play all day. Yeah, seriously. So we're going to do a part two. Yeah. In two weeks. <laughs> but that'll be good. Because then be really I good. can catch up. Yeah. And we can I go can through the rest. And yeah. yeah. And it'll be really, really fun. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Oh, man. It was so much. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, if you need someone to digest it with, you can send us a voice note. Yeah, send us a voice note or hit us up on Instagram. Um, I don't even know. I feel like I'm still processing. Oh, I'm still processing. We'll have to have like a part two synopsis and then yeah. like part three processing. Yeah. Moment. <laughs> this is going to be a, a series, yeah. which is great because I'm like super into this topic I'm here right for now. it. I know. And it like like I was, was going to say earlier, but stop myself. I'm going to say it now. Um, it's just like like the life algorithm is mm-hmm. now just feeding me things that like make me think about this stuff. Like I've been wa- playing a lot of No Man's Sky, which is like this video game where you are flying around space and you like find planets and you can settle planets and like mine gold. And, yeah. Like all of these chemicals and you have to like make all this shit and fly around and i'm like i feel like i'm in no man's sky i feel like this is one no man's sky and i feel like a fucking space cowboy hell yeah it's amazing so yeah that's so fun (laughs) yeah it is very fun so and then it's like i just this just feels right like we were saying earlier right this stuff just like feels more right than not right totally so, I don't know. I don't know. It's up to your discernment, exactly, right? Exactly. All right. Cool. We're going to go now. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Visit our website, chronicgals.com, for show notes of current and past episodes. Follow us on Instagram at chronicgals underscore podcast to check out what crazy things we're up to. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the video versions of these episodes. And make sure you hit the like button and the notification button to get notified when we post a new video. <laughs> Rate, review, and share our hilarious podcast. You didn't do the thing with me. Oh, sorry. Hilarious. <laughs> because the best recommendation is from people you trust. See ya. Bye. Bye.